Hey, what's up, podcast listeners uh, who are super cool for leaving five-star reviews in the iTunes uh, fucking place. Thank you. I'm here with my co-host, Corey. What's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Sorry about the quality. Currently using AirPods without pop filters. Uh, Yikes. It's not going well. Okay, Corey is uh, obviously not at his college dorm with his mic setup and all that stuff. He's using uh, his MacBook and, like, AirPods. So that's great. And we have special Twitch guests today. We got Daily Dirty, a.k.a. Cody. What's good? I'm good, dude. How are you doing today? I woke up an hour ago, and it's 5 p.m., so... (laughs) Oh, dude, I literally woke up like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, but you're American. You're supposed to wake up 10 minutes ago. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 10, 14, 10, 15 a.m. right now. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's like... That's that's cool. That's what's supposed to happen. Uh, so uh yeah i fell asleep at 7 a.m which was uh incredible and uh Uh, yeah cody had a similar experience huh oh 4 a.m this morning but i've literally been working all night yeah dude that is insane 12 hours of streaming how try try doing 25 that that's where that's where uh, you meet your metal, trust me. Is that your record? Two, more than three. 25 hours and 37 minutes. Yikes. I streamed for like four uh, hours once, and I was like, man, I'm a champion. Right? <laughs> 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 Dude, fuck. Oh, no, I could never do more than like four hours. Because I don't stream anymore, really. I, it's not my thing. It's just I prefer making YouTube videos and podcasts, but I guess pre-recorded stuff in general. Uh, but the one thing that I learned from streaming is that, man, if you can't do it, you just cannot do it. Like, it's very, no. like, it's time dedication right that. there. It's not just that you either have it or you don't, like, in the sense of personality. Mm-hmm. You've got to have, you have to be an entertainer. Yeah. Like, if you can't be funny and you can't, you know, reach people on that level, you're going to struggle and you're going to burn out very fast, like very, very fast. I think one of the things that make people burn out uh, with really anything, uh, not necessarily streaming exclusively, but Mm. um, it's that they start out and they go 100%, like every single day, eight hour streams. And like, yeah, you know, and they have just because Shroud does it, it doesn't work, you know, like. It's well, that's the it. thing. Shroud, Shroud is God tier. Do you know what I mean? People are there to see high quality yeah. gameplay. That's what he is about. Like nothing against the guy; he's an amazing gamer. He's like, insane. He has, pers- he has the personality of like a just. It's just flat. Like he's very monotone. But I tell you what, he kicks ass. That's what matters. Yeah, I mean, Shroud is one of those people where I know very little about Shroud as a person. But, like, mm. I know so many of his clips from so many different games, anything from PUBG to even Fortnite, which is a game he says he sucks at. Uh, you know, just he's just an all-around insane player. And, um, man, I want to high-five him, like, without a doubt. Mm, definitely. I mean, That's a weird thing to, like, want to do randomly. Don't, don't you guys have, like, a top five high-five list? Not at all. You don't? What? I have one. Yeah, I mean, obviously, number one is Steve Not Harvey. Surprised. Yeah. I mean, if I was going to meet a streamer, I think it would be like uh, someone like Lobus Jr. He's a Dark Souls speedrunner slash challenge run player. He does, like, a lot of Souls Bones games. I don't know if he's, like, into Dark Souls or anything uh, like that. Is he, is he the guy who uh, ran through the entire Soul series without, like, taking a hit? 
Uh, no, that is someone else, but he's done things like, you know, zero hit runs. Um, he's attempted things like that. Uh, inverted uh, camera axes. So his screen's upside down. He's played the whole game through upside down. Yikes. He's played it in um, limbo mode. So the game's literally just in black, white, and gray. So you can't really see anything. That is insane. That is actually insane. Actually, uh, I bought Dark Souls 1 on my Switch. And I Mm. played... uh, Okay, I'm not a Dark Souls guy. Okay, so I'm going to say, like, I'm two, three hours in. uh, Wherever the fuck that is. (laughs) <laughs> and 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 yikes uh it's 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 tough i mean it's an intimidating game very intimidating yeah i've only died three times though so i'm pretty proud about that i've heard that people die a lot more so i'm apparently oh. under uh the average like death count um and and i fucking first tried the boss the, the first one who was a tutorial boss was still i'm gonna i'm gonna frame <laughs> that shit in you know <laughs> Like yeah, I did the tutorial boss guys. Yeah, that's basically beating Dark Souls <laughs> without taking a hit. I mean, I took plenty of hits, but still. Um, do you play Dark Souls? Like both? Myself, I've played uh, all three. Yikes! So one, two, and three. Uh, my first was uh, when actually Dark Souls one. Um, surfaced obviously there is demon souls which is the predecessor yeah which is all dark souls one and then you have like you know bloodborne you have uh neo which is a souls born game runoff and then you have things like uh you know the new release sekiro die uh, shadows die twice that game i don't think i'd have the patience for it is so rage intoxicated it's horrible like i watched my friend play it mm. and he died in about four hours he died to one boss 120 times yikes not I was just like, I can't play this. Like that is insane. <laughs> I break through controllers, <laughs> dude. Like, cause my little brother, he's uh, I'm gonna get this wrong. Is it 15? Yo, I'm I'm gonna ask him. No, but I think it's 15. I might be 16. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I keep forgetting, man. But um, and he's huge on the Soul series. Like he's addicted. I don't know. Like. If, if there's one franchise he's into, it's Souls. Um, mm. And he, he bought a PS4 exclusively to play Bloodborne. Um, oh, dude. So, it's such a good game. Yeah, he's that into the shit. And he played all the DLC in every, you know, game that has DLC. Uh, I don't know if he played Demon Souls yet. I'm not sure. Demon is a PS3 exclusive. Yeah, he definitely did not get that then. Um and he played a new one, the the Sigiro game, and oh. he's like fucking. He's insane. Like I watch him play it, and I'm like, "How are you like not dead?" Um, <laughs> it's just crazy to me. Like I think honestly, my little brother, if he wasn't a boring cunt, he would be a great streamer. Uh, <laughs> oh dear! Shout out to my little I bro. Mean- you can be a streamer. I mean, there's so many different characters nowadays to be a streamer. And I mean, you know, you have the people that main one game, you know, like, you know, the, the esports, mm. like people like Shroud, you've got, you know, artists, you know, musicians, yeah. you've got all sorts, you've got graphics designers. I mean, myself, I'm a full time variety streamer. Yeah. So I do pretty much anything that's up and coming that I fancy, community days, you know, you name it. I've probably done it. So uh, here's the well, thing. I actually have a question. Yeah, go. Um, how do you manage to keep like your viewership up being a variety streamer? Because I know a lot of people when they switch games, you know, they lose 
the viewers, but you seem pretty consistent. See, the thing is with this, some people, people come to my streams uh, for more entertainment value than, uh, you know, the game. Mm. The game to me is a background piece. That's something I, that's like my material that I work with to create the content. Like, like your stage, basically. Yeah, it's like, you know, that's my stage. So I go to that stage, I work that stage and, you know, entertain my audience. People are there for my personality more than, you know, let's say for someone like, you know, that's an esports player that mains one game. The moment they stop playing that game, nobody's interested. Exactly. Because they don't, they don't, they don't go to there, you know, to, you know, watch something else i mean like I say, that's like, that's like uh, yeah that that's like uh ninja when he plays um forgot what game it is it's like final fantasy 11 online yeah it's one of the yeah, mmos it's like 11 or 14 one the it's other. one of them i can't remember which one but um and he he gets like 4k viewers which is See, crazy because it's ninja but like it's just the thing as well and i noticed this and this is this applies to summit so obviously we all know who Summit is. He's you know he's up there. He's in the top ten yeah. at least. You know he plays a lot of battle royales. He's done you know the Fortnite scene and everything. And he absolutely hated it. Mm-hmm. Like he got to the point where it became too much because it gets boring. And I, I got to that point. Mm-hmm. Like I used to main PUBG. I've got you know over a thousand hours in that game. That's all I ever played. You rip. But it was. It gets to the point where it's you lose viewers. Because you're not enjoying yourself. Streaming is about enjoying yourself and, you know, having yourself and entertaining. When it becomes, you know, you just play a game just so you maintain some sort of viewership, it's horrible. And he switched to Sea of Thieves and his viewership suffered for weeks. And all of a sudden, like, he brought life to that game because he was having fun. Mm. That actually re-sparked that game on Twitch. Because mm. that game was, a, well, it was dying. Like, it was dying hard. Yeah, no, I definitely remember that. No, hundred percent. And now, it, now it's in you know top twenty-five all time. You know, in the categories, it's insane. A lot of people like the game now because because he actually brought value. He actually brought content. Yeah, he, yeah, actual value and appreciation. You know, to the game. Like, don't get me wrong, the game can be a bit like bland at times. But if you've got like four friends and you're going around like killing other people and having fun, people want to see that. Mm. And that's like going back to your question. You know, how do I retain that viewership? You have to involve people. A lot of big streamers have this, you know, they have their core group who they play with and that's it. You know, that's all they do. And they have to make that value work Mm. with what they've got. If you involve someone else, let's say that's only been in channel for 10 minutes, you'll probably have a long, like, regular follower. Yeah, like, I I 100% agree. I mean, I have... Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say the fucking core, you know this one, but the Friday games or Friday viewer games. Oh god. <laughs> so okay, here's the thing. Here's why I am a bad streamer and a bad person, and I'm just overall <laughs> a shithead. Um, so there's a lot of people. Uh, just some context in case viewers don't know. Uh, I play a lot of Fortnite, and I played a lot more before, but I play average like maybe two hours now. And um, what I did is I made a series called Fortnite Highlights where I would every week have like a really cool video where I just outskill people. I've had some funny clips and uh, this was back in season three where people didn't like build like crazy and whatnot. Um, And what happened is that when I went live, people were like, oh, my God, I want to play with you because I saw your Fortnite highlight video 
and uh you know it was awesome and i want to play with you and you know obviously that's humbling but like i don't know you and you could like at any point during my stream just drop the n-word you know yeah there is a you know it's very hard to censor that you have to it's a lot of trust you're putting into someone because you're allowing them onto your channel and the thing is I mean, it's not so bad now because Twitch see it as you're not responsible for someone else's actions because you are unwillingly mm. not knowing that they're going to do that. Absolutely. I, I've i had it and they said it twice on stream and like I went ham at the dude. Like I was really pissed. Yeah. Because like, like, here's me. Like this is my full-time job. And like if you're going to affect my job, like you're going to be a problem to me. And this is like not a job yeah. you can just apply for somewhere else. Like this is it, you know? No. But you definitely grinded to where you are now. Oh, yeah. Like, this is 26 months in. That's a long ass time. I'm sitting at around, you know, just under 3,000 followers, but I'm probably averaging 65 a stream. Which is insane, by the way. Like, the follower to viewer, like, what do you call it? Ratio, I guess? Ratio. Yeah. It's just absolutely, because I find a lot of people, I'm not going to name drop, of course, because why would I? <laughs> but a lot of people with like 20 to 25 views with like, I kid you not, anything from 50k to 100k, which is, I, I think the reason is like they had one shout out and that's about it. Uh, and then they didn't do anything with that. Do, some people do leech off of his fame yeah. to further you know, their own career, but they tend to be the people that try, you know, they go by the mentality of, and this is like a big thing on Twitch, um, fake it till you make it. They fake their personality. They fake the person they are to, you know, make monetization out of it. They make money from it. Which is really boring. Uh, I'm a huge believer that everyone would be 10 times funnier if they were themselves. Even if, like, I would not find them funny, someone else would. and mm. uh, Or entertaining. Doesn't mean... F- like necessarily funny but entertaining no, you don't have to be a, a you know a comedian to go far absolutely you just make, like, like with a running gag on my stream i you know i make the odd dirty pun here and there but people find it hilarious because the way i do it like you know the facial gestures body language it's your you know, way a lot of things play into it it's not just you know you have a camera on and you just talk crap to the camera that's it yeah it's not that no i remember i was in turkey with my father uh, like, that was weird saying father. Holy shit. That's what happens when you talk to a Brit. Um, with my dad. Uh, <laughs> I was there like two weeks ago, maybe three. And um, we were sitting at a restaurant and some of his friends were over. And they were like, yo, have you heard about, I don't know who they mentioned. Maybe like PewDiePie or someone else who was huge. I think it was PewDiePie because we are Swedish. So um, they were like, yeah, this PewDiePie guy, he makes like millions of, uh, you know, Swedish crowns or dollars, whatever they said. And, uh, all he does is play video games and look at funny pictures and he uploads that. And I was like, are you stupid? Like what? And I would I, look at this table. Like, I don't really know these guys. Right. So I was kind of quiet. I was just nodding and, you know, just flowing green passively. But like when they said, that, I was like, nah, you're wrong. And they look at me because I, I didn't say anything prior to that. And I was like, no, you're wrong. They're like, what do you mean? And I explained the whole process, not only getting footage, editing the footage, mm. ne- having the fucking uh, the fan base to begin with, what that takes, and all that the takes... social media stuff uh, like around that. Like I'm summarizing it very shortly now, but I was talking with them for like an hour, and they were, you know, not that they were against me in an argument, they were like happy to learn. Uh, which, yeah. is, but the crazy part is that the general, 
assumption of how it works yeah. is that it's no effort and you just get money. I think this plays into the mind, the, you know, the preconceived conception of people look at someone that you know, makes like a YouTube video that might be 10 minutes, but there is some content creators out there that I know <clears throat> who are very good friends. And like this month alone, myself and them have spent probably, I've spent 130 hours live streaming mm. in the last 26 days. Which is and nuts. That's, that's not even, that doesn't that's even. That's actually insane. That doesn't include like talking to people, Twitter, Instagram. That includes none of that. Not even like Discord. Like, I run my own Discord community. Like that doesn't involve any of that. Mm. That's just me streaming from Monday to Friday and yeah, putting out content. But that's what it's like being your own boss, essentially. I mean, because mm. here's the thing. You work in like a nine to five. It's super simple. You're there, you do your shit, and when you're off, you're off. But when you're off yeah. a stream or when you have a, you know, YouTube video uploaded, it's not like it ends there. You know, That's like maybe 50% of the job. And then it's like all the reaching out and talking to people and being this personality on social media. Um, I think personally, you'll find some people who will probably agree with this. They spend more time networking than they actually do streaming, which goes hand in hand like very well actually because the more you spend networking you're building that fan base you're building that you know like you say persona with those people mm. i probably probably spend a week maybe 20 25 hours a week networking like i don't really use instagram because instagram is a proper fuck fest <laughs> of just people using like retweet bot well, not yeah. retweet, but like liking bots they have like mass follow accounts they just send like they literally look for a hashtag copy paste the same message like a hundred times over because that's what it is yeah dude that's, that's so funny yeah dude here's Where the thing about twitter. like instagram versus twitter i'm a huge twitter nerd like i live on twitter i just love it it's my favorite social media by far but mm. instagram is so powerful uh in a different way because twitter is more like direct you know twitter like you follow yeah. this guy you see his tweets maybe you can add him like it's very simple instagram as you said there's like a billion hashtags and people repost like fortnite clips if you go to hashtag gaming there's 99 percent fucking uh, fortnite clips from tfue and then there's like the one guy on this nintendo switch you know uh yeah and and like that's the thing but if you like <coughs> find not the right hashtag or right timestamp or anything like that, but if you find the right type of maybe content or right type of uh, people to reach out to, like there's plenty of stuff you can do on Instagram that you can't on Twitter. However, you have to do a lot of digging because there's so much garbage you have to go through to find well, like one yeah, good person. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Twitter, you can use hashtags and like I do Twitter coaching on the side. Like I teach people how to, you know, go above and beyond, you know, break that, you know, behind 10 15 likes whatever zero engagement like this month alone in 26 days i've got over a million impressions on my my twitter account that is absolutely insane that's actually really really good and i probably get an engagement rate on every tweet probably six seven percent depending it depends what i put out but i like to engage with people you know it might just be the most simplest things to ask someone Mm. but you're building 
let's say like on that portfolio on that person like you know you know you know they'd like this you know they want to watch that like i did a tweet about just asking what people's favorite superhero is or what villain would they be yeah i saw you that know? which by the way let's talk about that because okay first off no spoilers for adventure endgame i haven't seen it yet all right just I to get that seen it <laughs> good good because i've already gotten one thing spoiled and everyone dude fuck marvel fans fuck you okay everyone's spoiling the shit without spoiling it they're all typing what i'm not gonna say what it is because I, I actually had random some... shit and stuff we're actually gonna run our quick ad and then uh we'll be right back guys oh yeah ad roll he's been grinding the streets with the music now his time has come the anticipated album from so easy is available for download on all streaming platforms the story of chris lloyd including the single keep going my tanisha and greyhounds and 50 dollar hotels greyhounds and 50 dollar hotels greyhounds and 50 dollar hotels so easy calls himself hip-hop at its best and his new album definitely gives that title validation so easy's music contains no explicit lyrics providing that the hip-hop bars are easy listen for all ages hey yo what's poppin detroit it's your boy so easy go download my new album the story of chris lloyd right now on my website soeasyofficial.com get plugged up with so easy on all social media platforms at so underscore easy underscore and download the anticipated album the story of chris lloyd today Wow, that was a great ad roll. <laughs> that was insane. Right. Thank you for the ad roll. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but yeah. So in, in in the comments, everyone's typing a certain thing from the movie about mm. a certain hero. And mm. like, unless you have two brain cells, you're going to understand what happens. <laughs> so uh, in conclusion, fuck Marvel fans. But what do you guys think? Who's your favorite superhero? We're going to start with uh, Cody. What universe are we talking though? Um, See, that's where it yeah. comes down to because this, you know, you've got DC. All right, we'll DC do Marvel. Like a little irrelevant these days. No offense it is, to DC fans. I find DC has a very powerful, like, the last couple of years have been really sketchy, but the last DC film I really enjoyed was The Watchmen. Hmm. Right, we're going back a few. That, that movie, I wish they would fucking do a solo on Rorschach or Night Owl. Like, come on. Like, Rorschach is probably the best character from that movie, without a doubt. I think DC are just not Same. not sure what to do. Well, let's say, like, let's be honest, like, Batman versus Superman wasn't exactly very good now, was it? Dude, oh my god, my, my dad was watching it on the plane flight home from <laughs> Turkey, and it was like, he's tapping me on the shoulder, I'm like, what? He's like, I don't understand shit, what the fuck's going on? This but, movie but that's sucks. The thing. They have, you know, they have Batman that's playing, you know, oh, I watched my parents die again for like the fourth billionth time we've seen it. Yeah. And then you've got like Superman going on some vendetta, like, and it's just like, it doesn't make any sense. And then Wonder Woman comes out of nowhere and it's just like, what the fuck is going on? It's like they, they put them there just to have the movie title being Batman versus Superman. I think they did it just to sell marketing. Yeah. That was it. That was that was literally it. It was like, you know, clash of, you know, icons. Do you know what I mean? Like you got Batman, you know, Gotham savior and then you've got Superman and it's like you know the holds the justice and everything yeah and like the clash it's like they actually probably spent out of nearly a three hour movie probably two minutes of fight scenes that was it which is shitty it's pretty terrible yeah well yeah considering it was meant to be focused on you know two big icons coming together to fight like you know it was a big clash and it was just nothing it was like a 
just it deflated so fast. No, it's I just agree. Hundred percent. So what do you say? Okay, let's let's do just because DC is uh, DC. Uh, let's do Marvel. Uh, favorite hero. Um, yeah, again, Cody, go ahead. All right. Um, so this is difficult because I'm trying to like I'm brainstorming all the Marvel ones. I personally. Are we talking from like latest movies, or are we talking it just as be a whole? Anyone doesn't even need to be in the cinematic universe. It could be any Marvel hero. Honestly, I feel like I'd probably either go with. I feel like War Machine's an underrated character. I feel like he could, you know, be really good if they did more with it. Mm. Iron Man's kind of like, eh. You've had your three movies, you know, that's kind of it, sort of thing. He went from being like a weapons dealer to you know now saving the world. It's like makes no sense. Yeah. But um personally I wanna say Heimdall. The uh, gatekeeper for you know oh, the, the that's true. Oh yeah. I was like, wait, who? And I was like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Name, I'm gonna think of myself like I don't want him to seem like the idiot that doesn't know who <laughs> he's talking like, about. Dude, I had Google ready, I was like Wait a second, I know that name. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that is such an underrated character. Like, I know he's not that big in the films, but like, he can see anybody in anywhere in the universe. Can you imagine having a power like that? Being able to connect with someone that's in a completely different universe. But does he choose who he them. sees? Yeah, he sees everybody. You can't hide from him. Yeah, but like, that means that when you jack off, he just sees it. <laughs> Just like I know what you're doing, bitch. Jesus Christ, he's always think... watching you, Arya. Just you... imagine. No, but that's so weird. Like he's judging you. Next time you see him, he's like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> I honestly, I just feel like he's a really underrated character. Like he had so much potential, and the guy—I can't remember the actor who played him, but he did such a good job. Mm. Like you know, especially with Thor Ragnarok as well. Like I feel like oh, that's an underrated movie. movie, dude. It's such but a good movie. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. You know, there's a bit of comedic value there, but I feel like people hated on it because he went from like such a serious Thor tone to, you know, now just a, a Marvel gag. I like the new Thor more than the old Thor because the old Thor was like, oh, I'm so. F- fuck everything. No, I didn't say See, that. See, I feel like they did that so it sells better. Yeah. You, know, you have such a serious, powerful dude, and it's just like, you know, he hasn't got a personality. You know, he's got like a personality of a piece of fucking wet cardboard. Yeah. Now, now it sells. You know, you know they're having the good scenes in Ragnarok, especially with like, you know, Bruce Banner as well being the Hulk. Mm. I feel like those two in Ragnarok when they clashed, I think a lot of people was expecting that. It was a good scene, that little arena scene that was really good. That was one one of my favorite scenes. It was just so great. Um, Honestly, Ragnarok is just probably one of my favorite Marvel movies. It was just I don't know. It was clean. It was just amazing. Uh, I would say. That my favorite hero from the Marvel universe is probably, and this is like probably gonna be a very like popular opinion. Yeah, all popular. Sorry. Uh, I th- I'm gonna go with Spider Man, and not necessarily the new version, but like Spider Man in general. Spider-Man. Uh, the the reason I say Spider Man and not like one specific one, like just Spider Man mm. in general, is because as a kid I thought Spider Man was the coolest fucking like hero ever OG. yeah like, I feel like every kid though like spider-man was their favorite superhero at some point but he's just mm. so like you know down he to was Earth. a big big part in you know bringing marvel to life yeah but he's had how many movies now uh a, a billion eight. like that i'm actually like 
So you had like three from like the early two thousands. Then you had well, you know, the I mean, he had like the, Spider Man. He had like really yeah, old like ones five. too, like the the real old ones, like before. The, oh uh, yeah, yeah, in like the sixties. Yeah, the the scuffed fucking Spider Man movie. Hold on, Spider Man sixties yeah. movie. So there's there is actually hold on, nineteen seventy seven. There's seven movies. Uh, I'm actually shocked. That I didn't think there was that many. Because you've got Spider-Man 1 and 2 from 2002 and 2004. Yeah. Then we had Spider-Man 3, yeah. which was 2017. Which we're not talking um, about. Yeah. <laughs> we don't mention that. <laughs> um, then you've got The Amazing Spider-Man 1, 2, Homecoming, and then obviously the Venom. You know, I don't really... Does that's that not count? really relevant. It actually seems to count, to oh, be honest. Okay. I'm quite surprised at that. Yeah, same. I didn't know it like actually counted. But wait, the Venom movie is because I haven't seen it yet. Is it part of like a, a cinematic universe, or is it just its own thing? See, no, but that's that's the thing. Spider-Man Three is when Venom was starting to be born. It was like the alternate side of Spider-Man, like the yeah. other, you know, like the the other persona that then came to life. But it was now Venom was obviously changed like it was something that was contracted mm. I, I, I don't really know the movie i haven't watched it so i can't really say but comparing it from spider-man 3 to this one then they don't go hand in hand yeah it seems to be somewhat no, different something yeah um i've heard the movie like seem it seems to be anything from awesome to hideous like people just can't get their opinions together um it's, uh, my friends are saying it's amazing. Like I, that, I'm missing out. And internet... yeah, I, I think you should watch it. Like it's definitely, it was good. It was entertaining. See, I wouldn't say it was like one of the best Marvel movies, but it wasn't terrible. But like it was good. So you've got Tobey Maguire who did the first three mm. from early 2000s. Then you got uh, Andrew Garfield who did the Amazing Spider-Man one and two, mm. and then obviously Tom Holland who was in uh, Civil uh, Avengers: Civil War and Homecoming. I fucking love Tom Holland, dude. He's so fun. I think he's pretty good. I think he's a good actor. He's, without a doubt, yeah, my favorite Spider-Man. And that's Especially like... that scene in Infinite War. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. Tony Stark's face is like... He just wanted to, like... Just, it looked like he just wanted to implode. It was just such a powerful scene. Dude, yo, Toby, if you want to come and defend your Spider-Man uh, character, just come on a podcast. We can talk about it. You know, no need to cry. Um... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Imagine we get a mail. Yo, I'm Toby. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm Toby Warren. Fuck you in your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the not boring show. It sucks. I'm the best Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, uh, Corey. You know he's going to be crying while he's writing the email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> while doing the fucking Spider-Man 3 dances. Dude, I don't understand why they made, like, Spider-Man depressed. Like, all three of those movies, the dude's just, like... Like suffering from crippling depression. I don't even maybe, know. Maybe it was just ahead of its time. Maybe they were predicting that people were gonna be super like, I don't know, the way they are today. Hateful towards the movie. <laughs> oh, dude, it's such a. I remember watching it with my dad in the cinema, and I was like, I, dude, I was a kid. Wait, when did it release? The third one. What Spider-Man Three? Yeah, the third. Two thousand seven. Two. Oh my god, I was seven years old watching it in the in the movies. Okay. <laughs> 
And as a kid, obviously, I was like, damn, Spider-Man is cool. Damn, he's black now. That sounds weird. But yeah, so... <laughs> no, but I thought I, I thought it was cool. I was like, yeah, he's awesome. And the Sandman was cool and all that shit. And then now, watching it again, I'm like, what the like, fuck uh, is this? <laughs> I, I suppose it's the expectations of, like, you look at movies from the early you know, 2000s and then compare them like, to now, like how far technology has come. I suppose the comparison is massively, massively different. Oh, yeah. Have you seen um, the behind the scenes of uh, Harry Potter versus, like, the new, uh, what is it called? The, like, spin-off uh, thing? Grindle, uh, something, uh, I can't remember what it's called now, something Grindelwald. I can't remember. Yo, um, uh, the nerds will correct us in the five-star reviews uh, on iTunes. Um, it's it's the new Harry Potter spin-off, but have you seen the, like, uh, behind the scenes uh, comparisons? I actually haven't. It's um, it's crazy because like in Harry Potter they have like a very like basic blue screen in the background and they got uh the uh you know whatever they're filming but it's basically a blue screen all the time. Uh, but in the new one they have like an insane uh huge like room with like wires connected to everyone and it's like insane what they do. They don't even have a blue or green screen. It's just dots. That's what it's called. Uh, Fantastic Beasts. That's it. That's the one. I don't even know if it's a spin-off. It actually is before... It's something to do with, like, um, Dumbledore before Hogwarts. Okay. He was a teenager growing up. Well, getting older, should we say. But yeah, it's before that. I haven't... My friend watched the second one that just recently came out, and he said it was pretty good. Hmm. I haven't had a chance to watch it, because I'm like, do I really want to watch it? Because I feel like it's going to ruin... Um, the conception of like what I have for Harry Potter. Mm. Like, I really love Harry Potter movies. Yeah, and that's then especially... like kind of what I thought about as well. I saw the first one. I'm pretty sure they came out the second one, right? Uh, I think so. Unless it's like coming yeah. out, but it's yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched that one, but the first one I enjoyed. It. it wasn't anything really like Harry Potter. It felt like you could tell it was in the same universe, but it wasn't like anything similar. I guess it was. I don't know. Thing. It was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I actually really enjoyed it. I think you should give it a shot if um, you haven't seen it already. I, I, I mean, I think I feel like it'd be pretty good. I know I just, that I, I'm uh... struggling because I, with the first two Harry Potters, like when I first watched them, it was like really hard to get into it. Yeah. Once it starts getting to the third and fourth, maybe it's easier to relate to the characters. Yeah, because they're like, like small they're kids. Not, yeah, the growing up, you know. They're, teenager and adult problems and things like that and you know different friendships and you know like the threat in sense like you know there's an enemy and that is Voldemort you know they go on this quest they do this and that I feel like that's better than oh we just go to school and do spells and shit and Vincardium Leviosa (laughs) I'm a kid yeah (laughs) cast me dude um have you seen um the uh the, the tweets from JK Rowling about oh the Dumbledore thing? About, like, anything? I, <laughs> She's just I changing saw, the universe. I the, yeah, I saw the most recent one where it's to do with, like, um, was it Dumbledore or Grindelwald? I can't remember being, like, um, gay. I think everyone's just gay now. They're just not reproducing in that like, universe. It, it just, that to <laughs> me, like, doesn't make sense how, like, I know she read the books and whatever, but, like, how can she just pull, like, a fast one and say, this character is now, you know, gay? It's just... Doesn't why? Sense. Why? Why? Like? Why are they just gay? So what? Why is that a thing? Why not? Like, okay, they won a Nobel Prize. 
or in, I don't know why why is it like cuz I, I don't get me wrong, you know, cuz we're on the internet. Don't get me wrong. I don't care if they're gay or not. But why are just everyone gay? Why is it all of a sudden, you know, being put there? You know, we all watch the movies, well, majority of people watch the movies yeah. and, you know, gone through probably twice over and watched the movies. And just, obviously I've never read the books. I think I've read like one book and I, I got halfway through and never finished it. But Sounds even in the books, it's like there's no hints or anything like that to say that the character would be, you know, gay. It doesn't I, make sense. I saw one of her tweets. I don't know if this, this might have been fake because I didn't look into it, but I saw it on Reddit. So, yeah, it's most likely fake. But <laughs> yeah, brother. in case it was real, let me just say, it was something about, uh, she, she wrote uh, something about uh, Hermione not being white and that she never said that. And then someone, like, oh, grabbed yeah. a screenshot oh. or a picture <laughs> yes. where, where, like, it actually says that she's white. And yeah, it's like... because wasn't there meant to be in, like, an eighth movie and the Hermione cast was a black female? God, I if I know, this. man, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, there was meant... Because there was a... There's a book or something that I can't remember what it was called. There was meant to be an eighth movie, like that was like a pre- prelogue, should we say? Like mm-hmm. somewhere in the events between, like at some point in the story, uh, before obviously the end of Voldemort. Um, and obviously, I can't, who's the actor that does Hermione? I can't remember his name, her name now. Emma Watson. Yeah, she didn't want to do the movies, and obviously, you know, her being Hermione for like the seventh, you know, all seven movies, there, there was a um, casting for the show, well, for the movie, and there was a the girl going for it was going to be a black female, and obviously oh, that's where the why? the drama, but that that's where the drama started. Yeah, and I mean... it's like that's where it took that build up. I, I don't understand why. Like, I I don't care about ethnicity and I don't care about like what you do. Either it's way. just too late to change yeah. it, you know. She's already this established yeah, like brown haired, you know, Emma Watson girl. Like she's built this character, and then it's like, you know, they want to do another movie, but it's like Emma Watson doesn't want to do it, you know. And then they're still trying to force it, and then like it just causes unnecessary tension between people, you know, unnecessary drama because then like. I tell you something, if people spent half as much time as they did hating one another, we'd be a lot further in this world, without mm-hmm. a doubt. No, without you know, a if doubt. People, if, people, if people stop giving a shit about whether you know what colour you are, where what your background is, what you know, what you believe in, your beliefs, whatever, at the end of the day, we're all human beings. Right? Like, why can't we get mm-hmm. along? I remember I was watching a stream. I'm not going to say who it was, in case, you know... I, I just yeah. don't want to name drop, but uh, he... He, he, uh, someone asked in this uh, chat, and they're like, Yo, person, are you gay? And this guy's like, I don't know, like, I don't want to, like, name myself or, like, you know, categorize myself because, like, then people change their view on me. I'm just like me. Yeah. And if I suck a dick or, like, pussy, that's whatever, you know? And I was like, That's, that's fucking brilliant. I like that. Because, like, to me, he's still the same person, even though, you know, whatever he does. A like, lot of choices. Yeah. Because yeah. I really do not care. He's still a funny streamer, and he's still, um, you know, a good person. I really like. I'm into his stuff, um, but See, it's just not I get necessary lot, to know if if he's <clears throat> like this or that. I just don't care. I get this a lot, and I've had a couple of people in streams that are a bit radical, should we say? They're very out there with questions. Um, 
you know, I've had the questions of, are you gay? Mm. Because I have the LGBT tag in my streams. And mm -hmm. the reason I have this is because I have a lot of friends. But in your stream okay. as in title or? As in like, because you can have tags in your stream. Yeah, like the, not like the oh, communities. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's yeah. like filters, should we say. And I yeah. have, you know, a lot of friends that are, you know, gay, bi, you know, non-binary, trans, whatever, or, you know, whatever you are. And they like, people have this like, what's LGBT? So you, you know, I don't get mad at the question. But people do this to see whether you know what it is or not. And if you're wrong, they're like, oh, you're doing this for views. Like, I had a guy come in saying, you're doing this for views. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you're trying to get people within the LGBT community to come watch your streams. I was like, no. Like, if you actually know my community, I probably have about 40% of my audience uh, part of the group. You know, I'm an ally of that. All right. I'm, why shouldn't you be? I feel like people think that if you have that tag and if you don't have like dyed hair and you have short hair, like if you don't look like the generic, I'm gonna fucking get flagged. Stereotype, but you know, like it, the stereotype, say. yeah. If you just look like a generic white male, you cannot have that tag. Like that's that's the way I see it. So the, and not this, this is the thing I, as well. Like, like I, I'm comfortable with my sexuality. I, I'm straight. Like, I have a partner. You know, being a white male as well. Yeah. And having you know, I'm. I have traveler blood in me, which I'm a gypsy. Okay. And gypsies are very, uh, you know, religious. We believe in like, you know, we're Catholics. Yeah. So we're, but I don't believe in religion. I it's not for me. Yeah, same. So I'll just leave it as that. But people, I have a very strong. Um, how do I put this? Like, I come off very strong, like in my face. I I feel like people are very intimidated by me, and when they see that tag, they it provokes um a negative response in a sense like they, i guess they they feel challenged or they feel like they need to challenge me mm. and it you know it upsets people obviously like obviously i'm there to entertain i'm not there to discuss your sexuality and your <laughs> yeah because like who cares because at the end of the day i respect everybody regardless of the choices you know or beliefs or whatever the way you live your lifestyle but the moment you try and force things down, like down onto me, or to put me down mm -hmm. because you don't believe in the like in what I do, then I don't get that. Like, as long as you're happy and I'm happy, don't force people things down people's throats. Yeah, uh, Corey and I we were looking at this like new like Twitch clone called U what was it called? Ustream? You live? D-Live. Uh, D-Live, yeah. And there's this one streamer, uh, she, I say she, I don't know if she's like, oh, my pronouns, I don't know. But it yeah. looks like a she to me, okay? I'm, I'm stupid, okay? And she, she had in her in her title, I think it's a title, I don't know how D-Live works, but it seems to be a title, and it said, yeah. I'm going to call you Dude, because Dude uh, is like uh, gender neutral. And, and I was like, okay, that's a weird title, but sure. And yeah. then and and I started like typing. She was playing Apex, and I was like, "Yo, what's your favorite gun?" You know, just asking questions. Uh, yeah. And she kept saying, "Dude," just to say, "Dude." I don't know just, if you remember, Corey. I I feel like no, I definitely remember that. Yeah, every single Some sentence people... just "dude, dude, dude." Like, holy shit! Yeah, literally that? said "dude" like three okay, times so every sentence. That person is trying to please everybody for the sake of viewership, and this is the thing on any live stream platform: you're not going to be able to please everybody. Of course not. You know, the, 
Twitch has two million streamers. I don't know how many people go to Twitch on a monthly basis, but we're probably talking, you know, a couple of hundred million at most. And you're not going to be able to please everybody. There's always going to be that troll. There's always going to be that guy who's toxic. You mm-hmm. know, you just have to deal with it in an appropriate manner. But I feel like if if you're put saying, if you're putting it out there in such a way, I feel like that is asking for trouble in a sense. Yeah. A DLive is a very new um, platform. platform. Yeah. It hasn't really got many terms of service, whereas <laughs> Twitch is very well established. And the thing is as well, a lot of people are going to DLive because it's easy to make money. I think people are just going to DLive because they think that the reason they are not growing on Twitch is because of Twitch and not because of them. Well, this is the thing. Me and my friend looked into this and DLive offer, offer a 90, I think it's 90.1% um, cut on revenue earned. Mm. And then that remained it, like the remainder is put into some pool or something where viewers can earn money by watching, engage, and things like that. It's actually ran by, it's actually cryptocurrency. In okay. a sense, they're using your rig to, in terms, farm cryptocurrency. Yeah. Mm. It's weird, but okay. Interesting. See, and that obviously, depending on what you generate, you know, people can earn, let's say, like a percentage of a pool, what you have. Or, you know, it, it's a very, weird system and i feel like it's very dangerous as well because you don't know what's going on yeah like, at least with twitch you know your terms of service you know your you know your privacy rights you know all that with DLive, i don't think nobody really understands what they're getting into i feel like it's very new and it's very misunderstood and it needs a lot of investigating yeah. it's pretty scuffed yeah, no, for sure. The thing that I didn't really like about it, a lot of people, they have their chat, you know, on uh, stream. Which, I mean, yeah, that happens on Twitch as well. But they don't have, like, the filters that Twitch have. So, like, if someone easily just typed in, like, the N-word, that would pop up on their stream nice, big, and bold. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they definitely need to do some type of, like, yeah, exactly. They need to do some type of, like, moderation. See, for, with, uh, this is why I like Twitch. It has... A preset global auto mod, so it already knows very certain offensive words depending on the security level you put it as, and then you can also add exclusive banned words completely. Hmm. So I have the word in my chat, gay, and you might think, well, if you're an LGBT streamer, why do you have that banned? And I get this a couple. I get this every now and again, like someone that is gay and they'll come to chat, like, why is this word banned? I'm like, what you've got to understand is, people in my channel are part of the community and people like trolls they 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 scour that sort of category should we say to troll people and, and to yeah that's them. true that's the thing yeah so i have to you know take liberties i can't please uh, if you if you want to say the word gay that's fine but if you're using it in a you know in a verbal assaultive way then i'm gonna have a problem because yeah. i can't i can't please everybody you know, if you're mad because I have a word like that banned, then that's a bit silly. Like, you know, you, you shouldn't really be caring if it's banned or not. Like, just, you know, come into chat, get to know me, have fun with the community. Whatever happened to having fun? Um, It's actually funny because, like, because obviously trolls are all over the place on the internet. And mm-hmm. uh, I posted a Reddit post uh, <laughs> of uh, Corey and I. We had a conversation. And uh, it's it's a conversation where... He basically, uh, you know, it was quite a douche. I'm not going to say what happened, but 
I posted it on the uh, subreddit uh, for uh, r forward slash I have sex, which is basically a subreddit where you screenshot people talking about like having sex, which it was Corey did, and I posted it, and I was like, this will be funny, and the post literally hit the top of the like hot page the first like hour or some shit like that like the post had 5k likes or, or 5k upvotes and the second hottest post had like a hundred okay wow. so it was like huge on that subreddit and i was like damn okay that was weird i didn't see that coming and then i read the comments and like people are like what the fuck he has like a uh you know it, they were talking about stuff around image and then there were some yeah. people roasting me and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to take the screenshot. Yeah, I was confused about that before, yeah. actually. So what I did, I replied, and I typed the subreddit. I typed r forward slash I have sex. And apparently there's a new thing where you should not type subreddits out outside of Reddit. And I, and I told people, I was like, dude, this guy has Reddit. Like, he gets what I'm saying. It's like it's not like I'm typing it to a random person. This is like, I know him. I'm typing this Reddit link because he knows the reference. And they're like, no, 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 you don't do it. And people are like, what the fuck? Why? Like, people are just hating to hate. They're literally finding something to dislike to dislike it. Yeah, like, you'll always get that. Like, I had a, I did a post on Twitter a while back, and it was something that Twitch were bringing out. And I thought, like, it was a big step because it's allowing, you know, partners and affiliates, depending on, you know, their stats and things like that, to basically take in small sponsorships like bounties, like daily quests, we say. Like you play a certain game or play a certain trailer or something and you get paid for it, mm-hmm. depending on the uh, viewers you have at present time. Um, and I felt like people needed to know about it more because it didn't get a lot of notice. And, you know, this could be, you know, make or break your monthly payout. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you yeah, can earn sure. $120 for you know like there was an example that you so i use their example for like i know a lot about twitter so i know how to get like embedded stuff and things like that you know images that they've used and um people were taking the example of what twitch had made for the potential bank button saying well who's going to stream apex for you know an hour with like 500 viewers i don't have that viewership i was like it's an example i'm sure they will not expect an affiliate to stream Apex with like to you know to take this bounty if they if I haven't got five hundred viewers, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's it was just it was such a uh, they're just against it. It's just so stupid that people like don't see it as an example. They take it at face value. They don't look at the bigger picture. I think people just take stuff that really does not matter and they take it way too seriously. Like mm. again, back to that post. It was a post. It was a WhatsApp screenshot of Corey saying that he had sex next to a deck of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And people took <laughs> that post to heart. Like, they got offended by anything. Like, the the fucking... There were people talking about, oh, you know, people got it. People were like, oh, they're just joking around. And some people fucking hated the post for some reason. And I, don't, I, I just did not understand why. And they just hated, like, anything. And I'm talking about anything from the Yu-Gi-Oh cards... To uh, to me typing my this. Apple Watch, my, yeah, your <laughs> Apple Watch. Someone was like, "This guy has an Apple Watch. Oh, his parents must be like this. They must be like that." What the fuck? So they, they made an assumption of something that you owned about your oh, character. And everyone, the things that everyone assumed a different thing. Like everyone had their own like assumption, and like one percent were right, and that was the one percent who were like, "Yeah, they're just joking around." And everyone else was completely wrong. What you know, whether they're talking about to the point. 
Yeah, like it's it's just it's just fucking stupid, man. I feel like people think that some individuals are born into you know money, wealth, and such things like that. But if you want things that are nice, just go and work for it. Like you know, I mean, you want to... it's, it's really not, not that hard. <laughs> no, it's not. It's called moderation and using your brain. It's not that difficult. Like you go to work, you you know get your monthly payout, you pay your bills, like every other normal person, you pay your taxes and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you don't go out and then spend like, let's say, let's say one month you earn $3,000, you pay your bills, you got like two grand left. You don't, don't just go out and throw it all at hookers, do you? Just for, for the lols. Yeah, who would you do that? Mean, would. No. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> but no, you, you would think, okay, I'm going to be responsible, like, I'm going to save for this. And when you got the money for it, you buy it. Like, it isn't that difficult. It's just that people see these, like... Because um, Corey's a guy who's very into Apple products. Like, more than me. Yeah. I'm into Apple too ish but, like... Oh, I mean, I like their Apple yeah, products. I like and, iPhones and things like yeah, that. Yeah, so he... Corey, you have a XS Max, right? Yeah. XS Max, Apple Watch, uh, HomePod, AirPods. AirPods. HomePod, like, basically, yeah. MacBook. Like, he's Apple-fied. Uh, except, like, yeah. gaming PC. But, yeah, otherwise, he's, like, Apple-fied. And... I'm I'm on the uh, Apple Twin ish. I'm on eight plus and AirPods, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean I understand that. Like, yeah, I, mean, I have my iPads and you know iPhones and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and the thing is that when you see those products, like when you just see the product as a product, you're like, oh well, that's an expensive product. Why would you buy AirPods? And people just assume that you're a rich cunt. But yeah, and it, they they it, feel like you're a privileged like individual, and like they have to hate on you. Yeah, as if I like. Fortune. Yeah, some people see like if I take a picture with AirPods on, for example, people just think that oh well, I'm rich, <laughs> bitch. I got twenty bucks in my bank account. What you on about? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? but this is that as you say that people think this on Twitch as well. Like, if a viewer, a surface, I've had the questions before. Like, how much money do you make? Like, oh, I hate that question. That is such, like, an invasion of privacy. Like, what I make is what I make. I know I I can make an estimate on someone's channel, what they're earning, because I know how the payout works. Mm. So I know if someone's making a lot. I don't need to ask the question. Imagine going to, like, any other profession, like, being like, yo, how much do you make? Like, that's such a weird question. (laughs) And I don't understand why people think it's okay to ask that just because you're like an entertainer, whether it's Twitch, YouTube, podcast, like anything, like it's just. Well, actually, people have asked Arya how much we're making from the show. God, it's so I'm annoying. Pretty sure. Yeah, dude, well, here, here, I'm just gonna say it because people think we're billionaires, uh, which is like <laughs> the opposite. Like, dude, we got a broke college student here and me. Okay, so <laughs> let's just put it out there: we've had one sponsorship from a rapper, and it gave us thirty bucks. We split that in half. That's it. Like that's that's the money we made. And literally, that's going right back into the podcast. And yeah, we're SoundCloud investing bro. that into the podcast for like SoundCloud uh, subscriptions. Like, the, really? So people, you know, do people hit me up? They're like, so how many like, and they ask legit like this. Okay, I'm not fucking this up. They're like, how many thousand dollars do you make a month? <laughs> I'm like what? Say. <laughs> When the question like that is asked for me, I, I always say I make enough to sustain my living. Mm. I feel like that is the easiest way of shooting that like shit down. Basically. No, I think that's really accurate, though, because like, say, for instance, you made three million dollars a month. Your expenses would be higher, so you would still sustain your living. Yeah, so, like, like you don't yeah, have no. 
let's say for instance like so how twitch works right now with like i'm an affiliate i'm closing in on a partnership so that's where i can make like yeah i thought you were really close like 50 out of 75 or something (laughs) um sitting at like actually i don't know i can let me check so right now on my dashboard it says i am currently when it actually loads (laughs) 54.65 out of 75 which is like incredible two thirds of the the way yeah but the people Like they, I they know I could only make money from you know Twitch currency, which is called bits or subscriptions. Yeah. And like I make enough from Twitch to sustain my monthly bills. Like my bills are paid. They dot. That's it. Which, but by I the do... way, by the way, as an affiliate, is fucking awesome. Like, yeah, that is. That is crazy. That as an affiliate, that that means that you have a strong and loyal community well yeah this is the thing like like i might not oh, i think i'm sitting around like 68 subs a month so that obviously transfers over into like i get half of that revenue so let's say 68 tier one subs which is one tier one sub is five dollars i get half that that and you know whatever i probably make on average four five hundred dollars a month yeah from that and that goes straight to bills. Like that pays bills straight mm. away. Donations, they go back into the channel. So I, I reinvest into the channel. I put back into it. I Which might is, buy a new camera. Yeah. I might buy a new mic. I 100%. might get a new keyboard, another monitor, whatever. Or mm. new lighting. Yeah. Whereas like the difference like with my coaching, which I, you know, I charge. Um that covers, you know, weekly expenses i i'm not a how do i put it like a look like a materialistic person mm. i you know i treat myself like every normal person does but i don't go out and like buy a thousand dollar tracksuit no, of course yeah like that it's just stupid I, I see that as stupid if anything i i'm smart with my money like i put it back into stocks and shares i you know i to invest i invest into gold mm. things like that i look at things as a long-term investment rather yeah. than oh, just a quick cash grab I waste my money on Nintendo Switch games, but that's about the same way. <laughs> I mean, we all waste money on games. <laughs> every, every game has the issue, but I, I'm smart with money. Yeah, I'm no, very- I feel you. But let's do real quick. Am I the only one with like a stack of games that I've never played? Or Yeah, I, I, I uh... have this issue of like in my Steam library, I probably have like 100 games and maybe 80 I've not even touched, like ever. Um, well, that's fun. Okay, wait, there's a site. I forgot what the site is called. There's a site we can check your Steam library and see how much, like how many of them you've played and stuff. Um, mm. Hold on, Steam uh, account value. I think that's what I'm searching for. Steam calculator. Uh, and this is another good thing, right? So, with me having like you know a strong social media hold and things like that, I've yeah. actually been able to not even buy games, like because I get sponsored. Yeah, which is so awesome. Really yeah. That allows me to not actually spend money. So that kind of covers me. Um, all right. So uh, did you guys see the link I sent you? Yeah. Uh, it's in the group real quick. So this is a Steam calculator. What it does, you type in your Steam community uh, link. Uh, and you can... I put it as US dollars because we have uh, an American audience for some reason. And they click the get disappointed in your live trademark button. <laughs> And um, they're going to tell you uh, what a stupid person you are. So I'm going to start with my account and, uh, you know. 
guys don't hate me. So <laughs> my account value goes from anything between five hundred seventy-two dollars to eighteen hundred dollars. Uh, that's my account value. I've had the account for three point two years apparently, and the average price that I pay for a game is sixteen dollars, and I've had three thousand one hundred eighty-one hours of playtime total. What about you guys? Let's let's see. My uh, lowest price is five eighty-four to thirteen ninety-four. Apparently, I've had the account for five point three years. Didn't know. Huh. Um, average price twenty three sixty two, and hours is two thousand three hundred forty four, with an average playtime of forty hours though per game that I play. So that's not terrible. Apparently, my average playtime is thirty three, which is way more than I thought it was going to be. That's way more than I thought yours would be too. Yeah, know? I'm assuming yeah. these are games that I've actually played and not like unplayed games. Yeah. Do I just chuck in like my, my URL from, on my page? Yeah, yeah, from your profile. Yeah. Yeah, hold on. Uh, is there anything else? Okay, products <laughs> by time played. Uh, what is this? this 12 is or more bad. hours. Okay, so out of all my games, which I don't know if I can see... I have... Okay, this is interesting. I've played 65% of my games. I have 144 total. i played 94 of them. Uh, <laughs> so that's great. Um, and out of the 144, I've only played 16 of them for 12 or more hours. <laughs> and out of the 144 only 7 of them cost more than $50 and my the most like in this like category is 43 games that cost between $10 to $30 that's not bad oh, so all right. account value is lowest is 338 and highest is 883 uh, so you, um, how many games do you have? I've got sixty six in total. Apparently, I've played forty three of those, so I have a sixty five percent ratio. Yo, um, average price I will. Average price is nineteen dollars sixty two cents. Average price per hour is five dollars eighty six. Hours on record is two thousand and fifteen. I've had the account for one point nine years. Uh, average playtime is 46.9 hours. I think you just have a lot better stats than we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, you're um, not as disappointed, like you can tell. Bands of restriction are more apparently in good standard with all that. Products by cost, $50 or higher, I have one. Uh, $30 to $50 is free. Uh, $10 to $30 is 27 $5 to $10 is 8 $2 to $5 is 5 and zero to two dollars is one and ones that have no price is 27 i got 35 no prices um 36 no prices yo look at this like awesome feature though what about a random game and you just click play now or i'm feeling lucky and like they put out random games for you to play that you uh, own yeah that's really cool like imagine forcing yourself to play games jeez all right so do you see do you see on the left hand side there it says information and products as in different tabs yeah, yeah. I go to products, and you should see all your games or like the top games that you have played. Yeah, you... my number one is PUBG. How many hours? Fifty point four six uh, rating, and it's eight hundred thirty nine point five hours. My number one is, <laughs> and this just like 
I've been playing this game so much recently. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer. And <laughs> <laughs> this is okay. <laughs> it's one one thousand four hundred ninety-seven hours. And dude, it was at a hundred hours literally like I would say I wanna say a month or two ago. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You've been playing nothing it's but that. Crazy. Cause here's the thing about Modern Warfare 2. I, I don't play it all, like online being like, I want the kill streaks. Like I come from a trick shotting background, you know, playing console mm. Modern Warfare 2. And uh, now that they're like private servers that you can go to where like you just trick shot on a bot and everyone's like good and it's a very chill vibe and you can listen to like podcasts at not boring show and uh, you know just have a great time and what do you know a thousand five hundred hours spent on that shit so wait, you can listen to podcasts Does that mean you can also listen to our next ad coming right now he's been grinding the streets with the music now his time has come the anticipated album from so easy is available for download on all streaming platforms the story of chris lloyd including the single keep going my tanisha and greyhounds and 50 dollar hotels greyhounds and 50 dollar hotels greyhounds and 50 dollar hotels so easy calls himself hip-hop at its best and his new album definitely gives that title validation so easy's music contains no explicit lyrics providing that the hip hop bars are easy listen for all ages. Hey yo, what's poppin' Detroit? It's your boy So Easy. Go download my new album, The Story of Chris Lloyd, right now on my website, SoEasyOfficial.com. Get plugged up with So Easy on all social media platforms at So underscore Easy underscore and download the anticipated album, The Story of Chris Lloyd, today. Wow, that was a great ad. Thank you, whoever paid us. That was a great ad roll. Um, <laughs> dude, I forgot the guy's name, Lucky. Uh, it's it's so easy, dude. Didn't you just hear the great ad roll oh, that I was playing? I mean, yeah. That was such a great ad roll. Uh, my second uh, most played game. <laughs> okay, just FYI, my top three are Call of Duty. Uh, <laughs> so first one was Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Second one, Call of Duty Black Ops 2 at almost 500 hours. Third, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 at 250 hours, and then PUBG at uh, 240. Not bad, not bad. What about you, Corey? Uh, let's see. So, first, I have Rocket League at 806 hours. Okay. And then, second, this is back when, you remember H1Z1 before they changed it to like Z1 Battle Royale? Yeah. Yeah, so it was it was H1Z1. I'm going to say H1Z1, not Z1 Battle Royale. Fuck that shit. Um, it's at 258 hours. This is like before PUBG came out. That's no, like no, I know that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I just want to explain to the viewers so I don't think I'm weird. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 5 at 221. Black Ops 3, 158. And then PUBG, 127. Which um, like my top five, six, whatever. Dude, PUBG was know. so much fun when it first came out. It no, was it was. When it first got, when it got its uh, full release out of beta, that's when it was good. And now it's just, now it's just a hacker fest. It's I played it the first week that it came out. I remember I saw it, and my friend were like, "Dude, dude, have you seen this new game, PUBG Player Unknown Spell?" I was like, "Dude, shut the fuck up! What are you on about?" And and I saw it, and I was like, "Okay, it looks cool. What is a battle royale?" I said to myself, and I played it. And I was addicted, and I um, am now a meth addict. So, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so don't play PUBG, kids. Don't play PUBG. Yeah. What is your least played game? Let's see. Um, 
Mine was SAS, uh, the zombie thing. Uh, uh, it's like a free game. It's like a bird's eye view, like, <laughs> it's like zombie killer game. Uh, 12 minutes. This is funny. Uh, so, again, my most played game was Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer at uh, 1,500 hours. Uh, my least played game is Modern Warfare 2 single player at one minute. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's great. Apparently, my least played game is Defiance. I have one minute. I literally <laughs> open the game and just close it like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> There's so many games that I, like, own that I feel bad about for not playing more. Like, anything from... Um, Bioshock to like Dark Souls 2 I played 4 hours oh, dude Bioshock uh, what a game Fallout 3 I played 5 hours like these are games that I wish I just beat but I'm right. fucking stupid you're um, missing out I know that's the thing I know that I'm missing out and I'm stupid uh, you know uh, Wolfenstein The New Order um, mm. uh, what the fuck <laughs> 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 oh he's, like, he, hey, he's just like you didn't play those games fuck that i'm out of here oh my god dude okay so viewers are gonna be like confused what happened is that daily dirty just left the group sorry about that just, just like committed seppuku on itself yeah no <laughs> we were like talking and a... <laughs> that was funny so, now you're good for audio listeners uh aka all listeners uh what just yeah. happened is that <laughs> cody just left the call or the group or something i don't know what happened but yeah that was random <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man so i guess we're all fuckheads huh uh steam True don't that. get it um get a nintendo switch uh you won't waste as much money um because <laughs> it's all expensive um man it's crazy man i i i Am I, okay, so Cody, of course you're like full time streaming. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you ever get bored of games? <sighs> no. Exclusively, <laughs> no, not at all. There's always a new game to come out. Like the biggest, uh, I'm gonna ask you guys a question. Um, so the biggest game that had the biggest impact on my life uh, growing up was Skyrim. That I'm playing shit, that right now, dude. When that released, I got it day one. I was like. I was a bit skeptic, but I played it and I played it and played it and I got so absolved into the game because like I was going through some shit and you know how it is with real life and stuff. I was I played that game every single day for nine months. Holy every single shit. day. Oh wow. Ten hours a day. Pokemon Emerald. <laughs> I played it that much. I I still do. I still do. I probably in total over from the time of its release. To now, probably 10,000 hours. That is insane. I'm actually... I bought Skyrim, like, a few months ago. Maybe, like, half a year ago, even. Um, I bought it on the Switch. And I've never, like, played Skyrim fully. And I've only heard good things about it. I bought it on the Switch, not PC. Because I know that if I'm on my PC, I'm playing a BR game. I'm playing, like, COD. I'm playing... Like, there's no way I'm not playing a shooter. Like, th that's just how I am on PC. Trust so I bought it on the PC. Switch. I'm yeah, mods on it. Oh my God. I know that. I know that, and I know I knew I'm missing out, but I was like, "Fuck it," you know. Uh, I'll just do it like the people did on 360. You know, I'll just do it. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. And uh, and I'm playing it. I'm about five hours in on my character, and it's fun. And I'm going for like a um bow dude, you know, stealthy mm -hmm. boy, and it's fun. But uh, I'm stupid, 
and uh i just I, yeah so that's that's my point no but <laughs> i'm stupid and like i just lose interest in all single play games super quickly like i don't you need know constant why. attention in a sense in like you need something to constantly keep you entertained well no uh not necessarily because skyrim in my opinion like when i do play it it's super enjoyable and it's always like stuff you know whether it's like i'm leveling up or like there's an enemy or there's like something else but the reason that i think that i'm not having and i grew up playing single play games by the way like i didn't play an online game until i was like 12 or 13 years old Hmm. um but the thing is that i just have no enjoyment playing a single play game because I feel like I'm not outskilling anyone. I don't feel like I'm actually improving. Like, yeah, I'm ge- I'm leveling up, but like, does is it that so really much matter? The pacing as well. No, I don't think it's a pacing issue. I think it's just that it's like when I play online games. Let's say Fortnite, for example, a game I'm recently getting back into. Um, when I'm like out building someone, or like I got a nice headshot with like a sniper or something like that, I feel like okay. I beat the crap out of another human being. Like, get the fuck out of this lobby, bitch, you know? But if I'm killing a giant in Skyrim, it's more like, all right, that was an AI. Um, it's so you, it's more of the adrenaline rush. That you I, get, I guess, yeah. I think that's more it. It's just the weird. satisfaction value, I guess. You know, yeah, fact, and that's, that's the same that's reason, something. I think, that I disliked Fortnite when the SMG meta... I don't know if you play a lot of Fortnite, but there's a point during Season 5... When, like, you could have an SMG and that's about it. Like, you would win. Uh, yeah. And it was super RNG because SMG is obviously a bloom. And uh, there's no, like... Like, if you were just having a shoot-off, it's RNG who would win. And therefore, there were no skill gap. Uh, now it's a lot better. But, like, still, it's like... There needs to be a skill gap. That's why, like, CSGO was interesting for me a lot uh, during a time. That's why Fortnite got my attention. That's why PUBG got my attention. And now that I see, like, Days gone, I'm like, okay, shoot these zombies, guys. But, like, there's no, like, real skill involved. Mm. I feel like that with the issue why I don't really go to Fortnite, it's not so much how it looks or it's more of the building. I love I the building. Like, I feel like it's one of those games that, and this applies to Rust as well, you, you have to be constantly on the game. You have to be constantly grinding oh, without a doubt, yeah. the game. Because at the moment you stop, that's it. Like mm-hmm. you, you lose that competitive edge, and then without a doubt, um, then you just get constantly screwed over, and it just becomes unenjoyable. Yeah, there was a point because uh, just a quick summary of my Fortnite, I guess career, but that sounds super stupid. But yeah, my <laughs> Fortnite career, we'll say my that Fortnite career, my Fortnite career, <laughs> shut up. No, but so I started playing during season two. Like, that's when I first started playing a little bit. I didn't play that much. I got somewhat far into the battle pass, but, like, not... I wasn't crazy about the game. And then season three dropped, and I started playing a lot more. And I played so much Fortnite that, as I said before in the podcast, every single week I'd have enough clips to make a really, really... Like, I was proud about montage. these. Uh, basically a montage of, like, me outskilling people or just having a blast. I played a lot with Corey and, like, IRL friends. You know, funny clips, stuff like that. And it wasn't even forced. Like, I didn't get on and be like, I need content. I made the videos because I happened to have footage. I played that yeah. much. And that, that's also another good reason for streaming as well. Because you're able... It's, like, let's say when you do play these games, um, you know, with the clipping system. That yeah. 30 seconds. 
clip I can then take and I could make that go viral and have like 3k views and I gain 25 30,000 impressions of it and then a company sees that and they're like okay this guy's got a lot of hold on social media it opens a lot of windows of opportunity absolutely and um dude the thing is that I I think that Twitch clips are fucking awesome by the way I just want to mention that I think that's that's something that I think YouTube could do something incredible with like because they have like a, a sharing like tweet function now where you can post stuff on YouTube now. I don't know if mm. you guys know about it, but what if you could just take parts of a video and like share it to people? That'd be awesome. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I can see that working. Uh, I'm waiting for my royalties, by the way, YouTube. Um, it's Arya at the Not Boring Show. Just send me shit. Um, no, but yeah, so I made a lot of Fortnite highlight videos and I loved it because. I knew that I was above average, like by far. Season three, I was fucking nuts. It's actually funny watching back. I'm like, holy shit, is that me? Like, I was that mm. nutty. And now I'm garbage because, like, season four, season five, I didn't play as much. Like, not even. I played less than an hour per day, okay? And now my building isn't horrible, but I'm definitely, like, average without a doubt. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for sure. Like, CSGO for example, it's one of those games where you can't take a break and then, yeah, you'll be shit at first, but you'll get back into it somewhat quick. Um, but Fortnite, dude, it's just it's nuts. I think it's because, like, in Fortnite, they just change the game so much that, like, the, the players have to adapt. and then, Exactly. So, like, change you're not the there playing, like, you're not going to know exactly. Yeah, like the ballers. That's kind of why I stopped as well. Just for, there was just too much meta change constantly. Like one minute, like the whole you know the whole Reaver issue where they took the uh, fifty points of shield away for or fifty points of healing for killing somebody. Fuck I'm you, games. I am not a Fortnite player, and I'm not. I like I'm not bad. Like I'm average. Like I could be better if I played the game a lot more. Yeah. But that when they said it's overly aggressive for a battle royale game, how the fuck do you find? How aggressive it is and isn't for like, a battle royale where it's hundred man, hundred men standing, and one survives. Like how how can you define what's aggressive, aggressive and what isn't? When the isn't game that is like all about Fortnite that? is about? Like because like exactly. the, I, I remember when Fortnite first came out as a BR game. Uh, so I was like coming out. I was like, <laughs> okay, well, but yeah, when when the BR like feature came out, the game came out. I remember people were like. Oh, this is so much different than PUBG because PUBG is slow paced and Fortnite is super fast paced and you can build and stuff. It's awesome. Why is that now a bad thing all of a sudden? Why is fast paced gameplay and aggressive gameplay I, a bad thing all of a sudden? I don't think it was so much because of the pacing. I feel like it was because people liked the adrenaline of, you know, finding someone and going out to kill them to get that reward. And that's yeah. what the point of a battle royale is. But then, then putting it in and then people like who aren't that good, you know, like the average player or less than that, they don't benefit from it because obviously they can't kill somebody. But dude, even yeah. my cousins, they're six and seven years old. They play on PlayStation on a TV with fucking input lag. All right. They're ass. I was playing with them. They're complete garbage. I mean, they're seven years old. You know, of course they're going to be ass. seven years old, dude. Yeah. I mean, of course, but even them, they're like, Aria, why don't they bring river, like the siphon back? Like I missed that. It was fun. It was actually like, it, it was different. I was like, yeah, fucking get Twitter and tweet revert. Like, <laughs> no, but uh, cause like that's the same with the supply drops that come down. 
it's a risk reward system. Of course it is. And it's just, I don't know, man. Like, at least give us an option. You know, arena mode ain't cutting it. Fuck that shit. You know, like, ha- have a baller and hide. The difference between PUBG and Fortnite, right, is like every game has bugs, but PUBG focuses more on the realistic aspect and strategy. You can't just run into Roshawk on PUBG and build a one by one and just kill everybody. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Imagine, <laughs> imagine. <laughs> but it's see, I went the complete opposite with this. You know how, like you said, you know, I played it and I stepped playing less and it got worse. Mm. I, as a whole, um, like when PUBG got its first, you know, like first after it came out of beta yeah. or early access, whatever you want to call it. Um, me and my friend, I always had a strong duo partner, and we was top one percent, like touching, always in top one percent every like career, like in the season, you know, the leaderboards and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're in the top thousands every single season. When it was like that, that's so the top one percent, because that's how much we played it. Yeah, you know, we'd get, I don't know, probably combined 15, 16 kills a game. That is actually how well nutty. We Holy shit! In PUBG, no, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. Now, like some games, I struggle to get two kills because of just how everybody is resorting to hacks. The hacking, like no matter how good you are, you can't beat third party software. It's just it's not happening. Yeah, it's just no. not happening at all, and. I could still get like nine, ten kills, and I'm playing with my friends who are in NA, and I'm getting like ninety milliseconds of um, what do you call it, ping. Yeah, and I'm still getting that. But it's just it's one of those games now that has turned to the point every single lobby there's at least ten, fifteen hackers in the lobby because mm. of how shit the code is on the game. It's absolutely awful. It's the worst. So, in conclusion, guys, don't do drugs. Um, don't do drugs. Don't do PUBG. Don't uh, play PUBG. <laughs> <laughs> let Brendan Blue Balls die. Let it die. Just let it go. And uh, Epic Games, uh, bring Siphon back, please. Uh, I actually oh, did yeah. enjoy your game for a while. Um, it was no, like, I actually really did, too. Like, it got us back to playing it, because we were playing with uh, Jazz, which, like, it makes it a lot easier because... Jazz is terrible at the game, like by God. Dude, oh yeah, he's ass. Shout out to Jazz. Everything. Yeah, like when I say he's ass, he uh, he's thirty-one. He's walk. not seven, by the way. Yeah, he's <laughs> walking using arrow keys. So like, just keep that in perspective. Walking using arrow keys oh, and gosh. building with the function like F one, F two, F three keys, right? <laughs> so like, we had no idea what he was doing when we first got there, but we were still able to play online with him because we didn't really per se need him. Like, we can kind of carry with the siphon because we would be able to take on that 2v squad because yeah. we can heal based off of killing. So, like, I don't know. It it made it more fun, for sure. For sure. Um, No, I, I really do think that siphon is essential now. It's just a better tasting ice cream than uh, uh, fucking vanilla, I guess. That makes <laughs> sense. Um. <laughs> Nah, for sure. Fucking Epic Games. Do you want my money? I mean, I already bought V-Bucks, but still. You want my money? Bring Siphon back. Um. Anyways, we've been talking for like an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, should we wrap this bitch up? Probably. Probably. Oh, sure. man. It'll be annoying not hearing your crisp uh, microphone quality after this, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, yo. Uh, 
Mother freaking Daily Dirty, aka Cody. You want to plug something, by the way? Anything you want to get out there on the web? Um, in terms of what exactly? Anything from your Twitch to your Pornhub, dude. Go at it. Oh, legal premium account. So, anybody is interested and obviously, you know, liked the podcast day with me being featured on it, um, I stream uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 p.m. BST, so British Standard Time, uh, usually till seven. So, I go seven hours a day. Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash daily day. Um, you can also find me on Twitter if you, you know, use Twitter or Instagram. Um, Twitter is obviously un- at underscore daily day. I'm sure you'll find me. We'll, we'll tweet, we'll tweet the at out. So as you're hearing this, just go to our Twitter in case you're, I don't know, dyslexic or some shit and just see the at featuring and you will have at underscore daily dirty there. Um, right. yeah, that's, that's what you call teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> Sorry, what? What's your uh, Instagram? Uh, my Instagram is daily double underscore uh, day because someone else took daily day and I was trying yes. to like get it. But that that bitch. But then I got to have a Pornhub premium account. And this is the thing, right? I tried getting at Daily Dirty for uh, Twitter, and the guy that actually owns the handle doesn't even use the account. He's saying like, he's not even used it for two years. I'm like, Twitter, can you just give me the handle, please? It's like, why? I think like, there are ways to thing? get them. Like, I know that people who have like managers, some they have like magic, dude. I don't know what they do, but like, they're like, yeah, just let me know what you want. <laughs> and yeah, so uh, if you're a manager, you know, get me at Aria everywhere. Just give me at Aria. Not even my last name, just Aria, please. And uh, use my supported creator code Aria. I just got it yesterday. Um, yeah, and give me at Aqu- Oh, wait, I have Aquamistic. <laughs> yeah, you already have it. Fuck <laughs> off. But um, you could use my support creator code as well. Don't do it. Don't do it. He has an Apple Watch. Does he need more money? Come on. <laughs> yes, I do. I need, to, I need to get AirPods too, man. Yeah, the ultimate upgrade from AirPods 1. Um, <laughs> anyhow, yo, uh, hopefully we didn't delete all your brain cells if you're listening to this. Um, my name's Arya. I've been here with Corey, a.k.a. Karmistic, and Cody, a.k.a. Daily Dirty, who's on Twitch, by the way. He's kind of a big deal. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, y'all... Um, this is a little late. We're like one day late with this episode because uh, I'm uh, stupid. Um, but if you if you enjoyed it, leave it a five-star review on iTunes. If you're on Spotify, uh, get money and get an iPod or iPhone or anything that has iTunes. All right. Um, yeah, that's about it. Peace out, y'all.